Welcome to The Long Brand, my daily video blog and podcast where I describe all of my entrepreneurial efforts and chronicle my successes and failures along the way. This is episode one, so let's hope there are more successes than failures. My name is Aaron McNanny, and I'm glad you're with me. Some of you don't. I think one of the cool things about doing this is I can chronicle kind of what I'm doing for the people that know me right now. And then hopefully a couple years from now, I'll be able to look back on this and um, I'll know some new people. We'll see. So basically, the intention is to be able to go through all the projects and emotions and things that I'm doing right now. Um, So if you know me, I just recently left my full-time position as the operations manager at a local coffee company. It was a really great experience working for a small business trying to uh, grow their uh, top-line sales. Um, Really positive experience, and it really confirmed in me uh, my love for small business and how fun it is taking a product and bringing it onto the market and actually providing value to customers and then they're giving you money in return it's just this really like pure cool way of doing business so i'm really into it um so spending so much time there it got that bug going in me and you know i've I've been involved in a couple of entrepreneurial endeavors in the past couple of years none of them have really worked out um but you know working at this company really got that fire in me and i got to this point where i was like you know what I really need to make this step, and if I'm going to be, you know, committing so much of myself, my time, my energy, my passion into a project, I want it to be my project. I want to be able to reap the benefits of it. I want to be able to experience it. So that's where I'm at. So that was about two weeks ago was my last day there. Um, and so now I'm a, a, a two-week-old entrepreneur, full-time entrepreneur. It's, I, you know, I've been following, I follow a lot of people that are entrepreneurs and have been in the world for a little while and there's this really big step it's a really big step when you leave a job for uh you know a vision that you have so um you know i have so part of this podcast is me just being as candid as possible um you know i want to do this relatively often being the first podcast i'd like to be as thorough as possible um but as I continue, whether I do this weekly or daily or every other day, it's going to be informal. It's going to be me talking through what I'm experiencing. And that's really what it's all about. Um, I actually started doing this podcast two or three years ago on another project, uh, never did anything with it. It was just a recording because for me, I want to be able to see what it's like at this stage. I don't know if I'm going to be successful. I don't know what's going to happen with this company that I'm starting. I don't know if it's going to flop, uh, but if it takes off, I want—I I would love to see that happen. I want to know what that's like. I don't have a ton of money. I don't have a ton of background. I don't have a huge network. And so for me, and a lot of times I kind of feel like the underdog. I've always felt like the underdog. Um, and so you know, following entrepreneurs, I'm always thinking to myself, yeah, but what was it like when you had no money? What was it like when you didn't have a network, when you couldn't just, you know, text a a message on Facebook and reach hundreds of thousands of people or tens of thousands of people? Um, So ideally, I would love to make this 
business successful. I'll tell you about it in a minute. And uh, this can be like a, a resource for, for future entrepreneurs. That's what I would love to be consuming right now. And since it's not something that I can consume, I, I don't know where that's at. Uh, I'm just going to chronicle this. And um, so it's going to be very honest. It's going to be very candid. There's three things that I'm thinking w- will be relevant. Um, the strategy that I'm, so three categories that I'll be doing these podcasts and kind of talking through strategy, tactics, and emotions. Um, so strategy, a lot of that top line stuff, um, shower thoughts is usually where I'm, you know, I, I call, I call those shower thoughts because it's usually in a long shower where I'm thinking up all the strategic stuff, um, tactics. So what am I specifically doing? Am I um, trying to pursue this strategy through writing blog posts or through doing a podcast or whatever, and then emotions. And really, I think that's the most important one because if you're an entrepreneur, like you have the hustle, you have the vision, you have the flame. It's not a it's not a work ethic thing. You know, you already you're already thinking out of the box. So you have the strategy. You already have the hustle. So you're willing to execute and actually put the tactics into practice. But it's the emotion of, gosh, should I actually devote all this time to this project? Um, all this money, uh, it's just, it's really overwhelming. And when you're someone like me, my mentors are out there elsewhere. I don't have relationships with them. Um, I'm going through business school right now, but when you know, most of my business professors are not businessmen currently, they're not entrepreneurs, they're, uh, you know, previous practitioners and now they're, you know, in academia. So, Point being, my belief is that the emotional requirements of this new job that I have as an entrepreneur are going to be the biggest struggles for me. And there's going to be awesome days where I'm feeling a ton of progress and the last two weeks have been great. But there's going to be days where I'm just like, it's not working out. Um, I can't say whether these every podcast, whether it's going to be clean or maybe have an E next to it, I don't know. But, um, yeah. So, and and part of that emotion is also going through my own personality and realizing, uh, for myself, like what kind of person I am, what kind of, um, what kind of personality I have, what are my strengths and weaknesses? You know, I'm 29 years old. Some people, maybe they're lucky enough to figure themselves out by the age of 22. I know some people that haven't figured themselves out themselves out in their, you know, in their 60s. So we're all on this path together and this is my path and I'm just kind of going to be talking through it. Um, so let's see, we're about six minutes in. I don't want to take up a ton of time. Um, so, so far, been two weeks. Uh, the company is Veloci, which is Italian for speed and it also has this callback to velo, which is a very, um, it's, it basically means cycling. So a velodrome is a, a circuit, like, um, what would you say, arena for cycling. Uh, I, I believe the, the original word for a bicycle was velocipede or something like that. Um, so that's kind of where the branding comes from. Uh, currently, it, it originated with just coaching. So velocicoaching.com. Uh, got a couple of clients and I realized that coaching, it's just this 
very, first of all, it's not very scalable unless you're going to be doing like unpersonalized, uh, very generic type coaching. It's not scalable to a ton of people. So that didn't really interest me as much. And I also realized that there's a lot of like personality stuff that goes along with that. It's a lot of time. So anyways, uh, the second aspect is Veloci Bike Works, which is really intended to be like the the bread and butter bread and butter. Right now, it's going to be mostly just retail, and eventually, once we open up a retail storefront, brick and mortar, that will be like Veloci Bike Works. And then we have VelociLogic.com. This is the most recent website that I put out for it, and the intention is that it will be a full-on local cycling content hub. So articles about regional news, cycling tips, advice, uh, any anything that you can think of that would interest a local cyclist, the intention is that it would be there. We've got a po- our first podcast, me and a buddy we put together, is on there. Um, in a lot of ways, the, the real mission of that website, and I, I have a byline on the bottom, it says, making local famous. And I, it's one of the things I love about cycling is we the distance between an amateur cyclist and a pro cyclist, sometimes it just seems so small. The exact equipment that a pro cyclist is using is readily available to an amateur cyclist. You can easily go out to the store and buy, you know, a, a DI2 9100 super top of the line group set and put it on your bike. And that's exactly what the pros are riding, which is pretty cool. And by the same token, those pros are training and riding in a lot of the same streets that we are and roads that we are. I think that's awesome. And then there's this, there's also this aspect where as an amateur cyclist, you're doing and experiencing a lot of the same things that pros are experiencing. You may not be training 20 to 30 hours a week. You may not be, uh, you know, racing in three week, 21 day tours, but you are, there's team tactics and you have a team and, you know, it's, it's just, it's the distance between pros and amateurs. It just seems very small. And I like that. And so I want to highlight the local community. If a cat one is leading our local regional series, I want to be able to celebrate that and, and have an article on the blog. Uh, if a group in New York is doing something awesome with their trail system, I want to highlight that. If the, if the local uh, junior mountain bike club is doing something crazy, I want to highlight that. I, I don't know. I, I just think that that's what's cool about the cycling community. Everyone's really tight. It's all value first, and I think that's sweet. So that, in turn, is intended to grow my audience with the end goal to be able to have a brand that is profitable and actually makes revenue. Um, and over time, I'll get into some of those revenue streams. I honestly have got a lot, many, many, many hours that I could talk about revenue streams and ideas and models and whatnot. But so, um, so that is the goal with Veloci. It's a really big thing. Um, it's a really big vision. It's not just a bike shop. It's not just a digital magazine. It's not just a coaching firm. It's everything. It's a cycling team. 
It's the entire local cycling community. It's getting races out there, getting the community more familiar with cycling. Uh, so for me, even I would say like, yeah, I want Veloci to be profitable. I want to make money off of Veloci, but my passion is really cycling. My passion isn't making money. Sure. I like to spend money. I like to have nice things. I, I want to ride on a nicer bike, but my passion is cycling. It's community development. It's getting people involved. It's spending time with people out on the bike. That's what's sweet. And, you know, maybe part of the reason I'm into this right now is because I'm in a community where that's not, uh, it's not as big as I think it could be. The community is not as well enough, is not as well established as it could be. Um, and I think that there is more to be gained there. So I view Veloci as a way to support that and to grow that. And for me, success is not just going to be making money and having an income, but it's going to be seeing the cycling scene explode, not just in Scranton, but regionally. You know, we live relatively close to Trexler Town and Allentown, which is a pretty big cycling hub. Um, and yet up here, there's just, there's no races. So, um, and in the community is just a little bit different. So, so that's where I'm headed. So, uh, I've got a business class tonight at the university. I'm pursuing my um, master's of business administration. So I do that two nights a week and um, that's fun. Um, going forward, my intention would be to have a lot of this stuff written out ahead of time so that I, I can kind of boom, 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 go through what I've done recently. Um, and then, you know, if I keep doing this every day or every other day, it'll be pretty easy to keep everything up to speed because I won't have to go very far back. You know, right now I'm like, oh, well, last week I got this wholesale account. You know, the week before that, this website did this. Um, so, yeah, that is the idea behind the podcast. The long brand, uh, it's kind of like the long con, but it's the long brand. In many ways, I don't view myself as building a, bris- a business. In many ways, I don't view myself as building a business, rather building a brand. I think it's significantly uh, more important nowadays than it ever has been. You can't just open up your mom and pop shop with a product and expect people to come by and purchase that item. Um, people want more than that. It's, it's not even just an internet thing. It's people want more than that. And if they can't get that, they're just going to buy it online. People want more value. They know that there's like more that they can, you know, experience in a product and in a pastime or a hobby like cycling than just, you know, going into a shop and, you know, walking away with their item. So, so building a brand, it's going to take a long time, more than months. It's probably going to be a number of years. Well, let's hope that we're profitable in two to three. Um, So, yeah, we'll see how this goes. Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching. I really appreciate it. It would mean a lot to me if you went and subscribed to this podcast or left a comment or a positive review. If you have any ideas or thoughts, send them my way. Shoot me a message or shoot me an email. Appreciate it.